Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved. Go to the chat line. Whatever your questions or comments might be, we can, I can respond to them today. All right. And good morning, everybody. Hi. How y'all? Good. Oh, good. I'm glad you're here. Um, there was an assignment from last Sunday to this Sunday, I think. Was there? Yeah. Who remember the assignment? Two people? I wasn't even here. Right? So how do you remember? I, I caught it on YouTube. Oh, hold on a minute. Come. Oh, you caught the assignment on YouTube? Yeah, I wasn't here. But oh, and I, you remember the assignment? I did. You saw it on YouTube? Yes. Oh, tell us what the assignment. This is your first time here, right? It is my first time here. And so what was the assignment? To view uh, uh, non-judgmental. Uh, and the last word I, I escapes me. Yeah, uh, we're, uh, in view order, everything, the thoughts, uh, self-knowledge, is to know yourself by observing yourself without judging yourself. Did you do that? Yes. For the, the best whole, I could. I'm sorry. The best I could. Uh, the best you did. Oh, yeah. and how how did it go? It went great. It went good. Yeah. What did you discover about that? It's old habits of just looking at things, the thoughts that come into your head as you go through, you know, the, the day's events. Yeah. Uh, just being sort of automatically, you're making a judgment about how someone looks. How, oh, I know. I Isn't that how, amazing? You just <laughs> get over to the side <laughs> from that guy. You know? So, um, yeah, profound. It's interesting, too, because when you're watching yourself and you don't want to judge yourself or anything, the mind is always trying to make you judge anyway. Absolutely. It's always giving you an opinion about something or somebody. It won't leave you alone. But see, the beauty is you're becoming aware of that. Most people don't know that. They think that those thoughts are their thoughts and they are creating them. And that's why they're lost in the darkness. Well, the silent prayer helped me sort of understand that whole concept yeah so great man well welcome how did you find us my wife uh started watching your show at six o'clock in the morning oh really great so So welcome you you watch us on newsmax yes i do and what do you think i love you (laughs) (laughs) i love your humor i just like how you you straight on it's easy to understand you know well, thank you. Once you overcome that anger, it yes. becomes that way for you. Yeah. Because you're not taking anything personally. It's not, it's, it's not bothering you what people say or what they think about you or anything. In your heart, you want to wake, wake them up. You want to help them. Yes. That's yes. nice. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming. Thank you. And this is the son? Yeah, Miles. Hey, Miles. Hello. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming. Yes, thank you. Have you watched the show or anything online or Newsmax? I've been introduced to the silent prayer. Oh, you have? Yes. Good, man. And what do you think of it? I, I'm Everything's so new to me. Yeah. I'm in an early recovery of uh, alcoholism and addiction. So really? I'm trying to open up new things, new doors. And how, would you, how, how, um, how did you become an alcoholic? Um. Just at an early age, uh, young age, uh, basically, uh, I would say siblings. Uh, siblings? Yeah. Older they were siblings. drinking? Yes. Oh, I see. So you were introduced? In, in, introduced to the party life at a very young age. Is it hard to overcome? Uh, one day at a time. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 37. You're 37? And do you believe that you can completely overcome it? Yes, I to do. To the point where you don't need... Uh, Alcoholic Anonymous or anything um, like that? I'm in an uh, alcohol uh, program at this moment. Right. It uh, takes six days out of my time, three hours out of a day. And I'm just trying to, get, to go to another path at this moment. Oh, okay. Well, if you stay with the silent prayer mm-hmm. and you drop your anger, you won't need any program at all. Right. You need to overcome the anger. Right. Is it hard to overcome the anger? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. This moment of time. Who are you angry at? Um, I'd say mainly myself. And why? Uh, because I've just been clouded, you know, 
just my my judgment. Yeah. You know, the direction I've took. I understand. Yeah. Um, is it helping you to be angry at yourself? Oh, no. It's not helping you, right? No. It's not doing any good, right? No. So why not drop it? I'm giving it my best at this moment. Yeah. Just realize, you know what? It is what it is. I don't want to be this way. If I knew how to overcome, I would have done it a long time ago. And don't have a personal feeling about it. Don't judge yourself. You can get over it just like that. What's keeping you locked in and you're judging yourself for it, for whatever life is right now. You got to just relax and go with it. Meaning that don't hate it. That makes sense? It does. Because God is not holding that against you. And your father, the devil, is, is making you judge yourself because he understands that if, as long as you judge yourself, you're going to stay addicted to him. But God's not holding that against you. So stop being mad about it. And then you won't need it. That makes sense? It does. Yeah. You can't help it, man. You, you were young. You got into this. Now you realize it's been a waste of time. I want to overcome it. And just do the silent prayer and a change. All right? Thank you. You're welcome, man. It's not a big deal at all. Everybody's an alcoholic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's not a big deal. <laughs> all right? I'm glad you came, man. Thank, Thank you for you coming. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, who else did the assignment? Did you do it? Right here. And so what did you do? <clears throat> I saw things and then I uh, uh, held my opinion back. I didn't have an opinion about it. And I have to say it was liberating. Yeah. And only at the moment of liberation, you realize that the previous torment you went through because of that. Yeah. It was like um, going to court and having your ticket dismissed. It's like, man, I was supposed to beat myself for it for this, you know. Yeah. But I'm not judging it. And it was like um, easy way out, you know. It's amazing that our creator wants us to just live without judgment, without having an opinion. Just be. Just become a living being and live life. It's so amazing. And, and most people are struggling with life because they've been told the wrong thing yeah. and due to anger. I knew it before, too, not to judge and have an opinion, but only when you, I think, meditate that your um, state of awareness is raising when yeah. you realize that you're doing it. Yeah. Because even if you know you shouldn't judge, uh, you, might, you might still judge it because you're unaware of it. That exercise, that uh, meditation is needed. Yeah. For, you to need raise to be that. quiet so you can start. You can slow down and you can see what's going on. Absolutely. You did it, Mark. And how was it for you? Tell us what you did. What did you do? I tried to watch how the devil came to me. I tried to watch as I went from being in the moment to being unconscious and like just watching myself is what I really focused on doing instead of focusing on, you know, just the day to day. Right. And two things happened that were very profound. One, I happened to also ask God to show me who I was because we were talking about that last time. Right. And I realized I am everything that I hate. Meaning what? Like when I see somebody do something, I'm like, man, I hate it when people do that. That's me. <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. I do, what yeah. I tend to do. That's why you hate it. Right. And, I, and that, that's a realization that came to me. And I was like, wow. I accuse everyone. I point my finger to everyone. I'm saying, yeah. talking about yourself. And I'm talking about myself. That's nice, man. And uh, the other thing that I realized was I have so much more time than I think. But I'm always talking to people about nonsense, about waves, about traffic, about whatever. And like like hours a day, you know what I mean? Like there's like a lot of time wasted. Yeah, that's too much talking. Yeah, I agree. I'm be quiet. I'm I'm going to. It's nice being quiet. No, I totally agree. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's good Mark I'm glad that some of you guys did it the assignment um, a couple of things happened in the world this week and I want to share with you and tell you why I think is, I believe, why I believe it's happening number one in uh, Michigan 
there is a woman running for, what's she running for? Unless district attorney or something like that there in Michigan. And this woman is uh, a lesbian. And she's, quote unquote, married to another woman. And they have two sons. I don't know if they adopted a kid or how, how that happened. But she's running uh, for running there in Michigan. And in her promo, she's saying, vote for me. I'm not going to molest you. I'm not going to pull out my private party and show it to you. Vote for me. Right. And I, when I first heard it, I thought it was a joke. I thought uh, James was showing it to me. I thought it was like at one of those clubs where you go and comedian clubs or something. And he's like, no, nah, this lady is uh, running for uh, there in uh, Detroit, in Michigan. And so I'm thinking, so they are attacking men and removing men and replacing them with lesbians in these positions. And the lesbian is so-called married to another woman. And I wonder, uh, do they think this is going to work? This is not going to work. This is not a family. It's not real. It's an imitation of what is right. It's a false imitation of a family. It's not going to work. And the only thing that works in life is the real deal. Nothing else is going to work but that. But that's what this country is coming to now. This woman, those people in Michigan, Michigan should be having a fit that she's even running. How can you be a lesbian, so-called married to another woman, having children like it's a real family, and people vote for you? But they won't vote for the man and his family. This is totally backward. I'm going to you, show you why in a minute. Also, in, uh, in uh, I believe it was Connecticut, a little black girl, I think she like 10 or so, committed suicide. A little 10-year-old black girl committed suicide. Did you hear about that? You heard about it? Uh, and what happened was, according to the story, she was bullied at school. And the grandmother said that she had notified the school several times about what was happening to this little girl. But the uh, school didn't do anything about it. And the, and the bullying kept happening. Uh, apparently, boy, little boys were bullying the little girl. And so she ended up killing herself. How did she do it? They didn't say, oh. How, how did she kill herself? Um, she tried to hang herself. Um, they found her. They put her on, um, what do you call it? She was in the hospital for like two weeks before she actually passed away. Oh, okay. So she tried to hang herself. Mm -hmm. That's amazing that a little girl would try to hang herself. I would be taking pills or jumping out the window, getting in front of a car. I would never think to hang myself. I don't think I would think. Um, and so the, the parent, the grandparent blamed the school for it, right? So I'm thinking about this story and I'm thinking about it and thinking about it. It's the school responsibility to make sure law and order is carried out at school. Whenever we got in trouble at school, the teacher would send us down to the principal office and he would whoop us with a paddle, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you've been paddled before? Catholic school, man. Yeah. <laughs> and the paddle was like a flat, real piece of wood. You know. Um, but it's the parents' role to set that example and tell their children how to deal with bullies and everything else. There's no way at 10 years old I could have gone home and told my grandparents I've been bullied at school and didn't do anything about it. My grandmother would be like, you know what? If you don't fight back at school, you're going to have to fight me. <laughs> and so who you rather fight, the kid at the school or grandma? But nowadays, because the family is destroyed, the fathers are not there, the kids are not taught how to be tough. You're never going to stop bullying. And law and human beings are coming on the earth because you have good and evil, you're going to have bullying. And, and when we were young, we were taught how to deal with life by watching our parents, when they deal with life, and then having them to talk to so they can tell us what to do if we're not sure. But because the 
family is so weak and destroyed, these kids don't have that anymore. And they think that they're going to stop bullying. That's never going to stop. Kids don't even see it as bullying. They're just mean and nasty and don't care. They don't even realize they're hurting your feelings. It's just what they do, you know. It, it might not be right, but we have to teach our children how to deal with things and not be so angry and giving up like that. It's become fashionable in the young world today to commit suicide. There was some guy who did it online, right, Jay? Remember that guy in Florida somewhere? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember that, but I do remember somewhere out that way. Um, a guy posted his goodbyes on Snapchat and all that stuff and criticized his, his bullies um, and blamed them for what he was about to do, and then he shot himself in the yard, in the schoolyard during a fire drill. Isn't that amazing? A senior, like a senior in high school or something like that. That's an amazing story. That's due to the lack of parenting. Parents are not loving their children in the right way. It's too bad. And then another thing that happened is uh, there's a white girl up in San Francisco by the name of Kate Stanley, I believe. Steinley. Steinley. Uh, she was killed by an illegal alien who had gone and come back from Mexico five times. He was a seven-time convicted felon. And this girl was walking along the beach there with her father. This guy found a gun and shoot her and kill her. They had the trial and it ended this week, and they found the guy not guilty of anything. Anything. And so I'm thinking, how is that possible? This guy's a criminal. And he wasn't found guilty of anything? And so I was thinking a couple of things going on is that white lives don't matter. And white lives does not matter. Only colored people's lives matter. And they don't matter either. But San Francisco has lost it. And the people who live there have lost it because they should not allow the government to function like that. This is insane. The government should have never known that it can get away with allowing this guy, this criminal to get away like this. They should have, they should have, this guy should be in prison for the rest of his life. Or put in a lecture chair or something. But he's gotten away with it. And these are the things, some of the things that are happening in our country. And um, it's evil. And it's only going to get worse if we don't wake up. If we don't wake up, it's going to get worse. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know how immigra- uh, illegal immigration has been down 70% since Trump came in? Right. That's about to change. That's about to change because this is a big uh, statement to the border saying you guys can come across, you guys can commit murder, you can steal guns from federal officers, and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because you're, you're a Mexican. You're colored. Your skin color allows you to murder people. Amazing. What's not going to change is the big, beautiful wall is going up. The walls, okay, the wall aside, right? Uh-huh. All I'm saying is it's a big statement. Because I know, I've spoken to a lot of people in Mexico. They're like, I, why would I go there? There's so many rules. Here I get to do whatever I want. Now all those people are coming. You don't believe the big, beautiful wall is going up? I don't know. Yeah, it's going up. I hope so. Yeah, no, 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 it's going to happen. Noted. The big, beautiful wall will happen. You don't believe it's going to happen? Believe. Yeah. I don't know. No, believe me. <laughs> right now? Do it? It's going up. Okay, believe You me. believe that the big, beautiful wall is going up? Yes, I do. That's right. Yes, and why do you believe it is? Because Donald Trump said he was going to build a wall. That's right. He said he is, and he is going to build the wall. Trust your daddy. It's going to happen. Trust the great white hope. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The big, beautiful, if the great white hope said it, it's going to happen. He got the tax thing passed this week. Thank you. <laughs> Relax, Mark. You need to meditate. 
Yeah. So what? I said I hope it's going up. No, 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 it's going up. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Five times sounds like a lot, right? In Drudge, you know, five times to get deported back, keep coming over. In Drudge this morning, there was um, a man finally convicted of kidnapping and whatever else uh, of two Oregon women who uh, had been deported 20 times. So who knows what the high number is, yeah. who has the record out there, right. but it's ridiculous yeah, it that is. they... You know, I read once in the law that, let's say you commit a minor misdemeanor. If you keep doing that, the misdemeanor kicks up to a higher level crime and you get a higher punishment. How can you come over here 20 times and not face some kind of penalty that would cause you to not, you know, put a, put a crimp in your game? Yeah. But 20 times, that's amazing. It's insane. But don't worry, fret not. The big, beautiful wall is going up. <laughs> One other thing that just occurred to me is that uh, Judge Roy Moore is running for office in Alabama. And uh, what did I want to say about that? Something happened with him. Oh, I forgot. It just left my mind about come back. Oh, they want to, the Democrats want to uh, register felons, felons to vote. So they passed some law that said if you commit a crime, you are a felon in Alabama. You can vote now. So they're going all into the jailhouse and everywhere, registering people to vote. Isn't that amazing? That is insane. But it's going to all change. Don't worry. It's changing already. It's going to change. So I want to know this. Anything from there yet? A little bit. Okay. Let me ask you. I want you to think about this. I'll take something here from uh, the online viewers. And um, I want to know. How many of you here have a reprobate mind? Reprobate. Am I saying that word right? Yeah, Rep- reprobate mind. How many have it? Define what it means. So just three right now? So what? Define reprobate. <laughs> I'm sorry? Can you define the word you just said? Yeah. Uh, the, All over. Yeah. He's getting it. You never heard that word? God said, I give them a reprobated mind. You never heard that? Are, are you a Catholic? Uh, Christian now. But you were a Catholic? Yes, sir. Uh, they never mentioned that? If they did, I, I forgot. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're going to change the definition in a minute, but right now we have three, four. No. You, you change your mind? <laughs> Jarrell uh, changed his mind. Do you know what it means? Thinking about how the last fallen state thing went, and then <laughs> you explained it, I'm kind of like, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I have an idea of what I think it means. Oh, you don't know what it means? Yeah. For sure. No, I have an idea of what I think reprobate means. Okay, I'll come back to you, and you'll tell me what. Let me go here first. Yes, sir. Okay, a couple of things. One, um, one guy missed what you said about why Prince Harry shouldn't marry oh. that woman. Did you hear that? <laughs> Prince Harry is getting married. You know who he is? Uh, he is the. He is from Europe. England, yeah. <laughs> He's the prince of England. He has the red hair. And so he got engaged to an actress from this country. And so before I even knew her background, I had not read her background yet. I saw the announcement. They were standing there together or sitting there together talking about it. And he said he was going to marry her. They got engaged. They had a, they had eaten potatoes at night or something. I'm like, don't do it. No, call it off. This is not going to work. I didn't even know her background yet. I'm like, no. I'm like screaming. Don't do it. Call it off. And I said out loud, the prince is a fundraiser. He's never dealt with a woman like this. Don't do it. And then we got her background. She's been married before. She's, uh, she had an abortion. She... Married the guy that she had the abortion with, 
Am I right? No, you're mixing up stories. Oh, yeah, that's another right. story. Yeah. All right. Tell no abortion. Bit. She didn't have abortion. Oh, she didn't have abortion. That was another woman that you yeah, shouldn't she, marry. She's three years older than him. So, oh, yeah. She's three years older than him. Who's going to marry a woman older than them? You will have to be insane. And a woman don't want a man that's younger than her unless you want to control him. Anything else about her that was? She, I don't is, she is a feminist. She's oh, a she's feminist a feminist. Came from divorced parents. She's divorced herself. She's divorced herself. And she's mixed. She's half black and white. <laughs> so I'm like, no, Prince Harry, don't do it, Prince Harris. Um, I hope he listens. He's not. I might have to send him an email or something. Uh, Instagram. But this thing is not going to work. Prince Harris is too weak for that. He is not going to. Uh, poor Prince. And then I read that the family, his family is all happy about it. They don't know what they're getting into. But remember I said that it's not going to work. All right, anyway. D uh, is asking, I've been listening to you for a while, and much of what my pastor teaches is the complete opposite of what we discuss on here. Should I just stop judging the situation and continue to go to the church or not? Yeah, don't judge it. You should discern it, but don't judge it, and then get out of that church. Either ask the preacher to, to tell the truth, and if he refuses to do it, then leave. Why waste your time there? You have church here anyway. You don't need it. I mean, why go to church and the preacher is not going to point the right way for you? It doesn't make sense. So, no, don't go there if he's unwilling to change. And don't be afraid to ask your preacher to change. You know, raise your hand in the service, be polite, and, uh, and he's going to say yes. And you say, Mr. Preacher, why don't you tell the truth about things? <laughs> and that's good, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, the one thing I want to do, be, and then I want to get into the reprobate mind, I've been getting complaint. this is for the online people, I've been getting complaint that there is somebody, and they have all these weird names online. You have your, you know how you have your own line name or something? So I don't know if it's, I think it's a woman, but it might be a male. Moxie girl, I think. There's somebody on our church line by the name of Moxie girl. Moxie girl, you're irritating. Cut it out. And so what's happened, apparently the Moxie girl is answering, someone will ask me a question online, and the Moxie girl get in there and just answer the question. And the question is, and she's all wrong, if it's a she. She's all wrong about her answers. And so when you go to church online, be quiet and just ask questions and stuff. And James will let me know. Church is not for chatting online. And so people are irritated and they're blaming me that Moxie girl is doing this. So whomever you are, cut it out because you're giving out bad information. You don't know what you're talking about and you're irritating people. Wouldn't it be like irritating to be online? I imagine it would be irritating to be on the church line and you're trying to pay attention to the preacher. And so you type in a question and boss the girl all over it. Now you got to pay attention to that. It can't hear what the preacher is saying. It's rude. So cut it out, Moxie girl. Is that the right name? Yeah. Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Make, you say the name so I make sure I'm saying it right. Yeah, it's Moxie girl. Online. I mean, on the mic. Yeah, Moxie girl. All right. Cut it out, Moxie girl. Relax. Because Moxie girl is getting all the answers out of her head. The scriptures coming from, the, you know, she learned the scriptures and, and she thinks that that's God speaking to her. And it's not. Right? It's not. Because God wouldn't allow you to be rude like that. Other people are lying because they want to know, they want help, and you're not supposed to be acting like the preacher. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Why don't you just block her from your channel, then she can't comment. Uh, block her from the channel? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know you could do that, 
But if she continue after the day, I don't know if it's a woman or a man because men use women names. Mm-hmm. It could be a transgender. <laughs> Nowadays, you just don't know. Yeah. But if she doesn't or he doesn't stop, I will block her. Uh, because it's rude. Look like my, if you're of God, you would know that that's rude. Why am I chatting on everything and I'm of God? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, okay. So, Marcy girl, cut it out. It's wrong. Reprobate mind. You say you have a reprobate mind? First, tell me how do you know you have it? And then we'll put the definition out there. Okay. Because it sets me up to believe that I have high moral standards. It'll preach to me all day long. But then when a real situation happens, it's right there to tell me how to, you know, um, go against what it's been talking to me about are my moral standards. Yeah. So that's a, to me, that's a reprobate mind. Oh, okay. All right, who else? Forrest, you say you have one? Yeah. You have a reprobate What does that mean? To how, do you, how do you know you have it? Well, when I... Uh all off the meditation wagon, my uh, mind seems to take over, and all the darkness uh, starts controlling me or having more influence on me. Yeah. Okay. And Joel, you say you you change your mind? I feel sorry for Joel. <laughs> don't, don't get into it. <laughs> Joel and James and uh, where's Esteban? Right oh, Esteban. <laughs> they, they have their own radio show. You guys listen to their show? They're on every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yes. It, they have a really, really, really good show. And I'm surprised how good it is. They come up with good topics and they chat about it. And and, and so I'm listening while I get a dress at home. And then when I get in my car, I put it on my phone so I can hear it. That's how good it is. And today they, was talking, they were talking about how to respect the elder, right? Yes, yeah. The old people. Mm-hmm. Do and, you respect your elders? I'm sorry? Do you respect your elders? Right. And I feel sorry for you. He's been beat by the elders. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You what? I said, whatever. <laughs> but it was a very interesting subject. I want you guys, when you get a chance, podcast. It was so good. It's going to really make you think about yourself and your relationship with your parents and with adult people. Because a lot of people don't know how to deal with adults because of the way that they were raised. And in the black community, not all, not all, not all, but most, you are not allowed to speak up. If your parents, especially your mother, says something to you and it's wrong and you say, no, mom, a mother, whatever you call it, mama, that's wrong. You're going to get a smack down and a cursing out while she's smacking you down. She'll just smack you down and be quiet. Right. What you shut up. <laughs> Even if you're in the store, they'll grab you like this. Come here. What would you say? Oh, Lord. Don't you ever say that. Go sit down. And where am I going to sit in the store? <laughs> On the floor? <laughs> but they give you a smackdown and it put fear in you. And now you're an adult person, man or woman. You don't know how to deal with adults. And uh, it's pretty sad. And that's why a lot of black men don't know how to deal with men and women who are adults because they feel like little kids. Because of the smackdown that came from the home. They can't speak up. The voice is soft. I used to have that soft voice like that. I tried to speak up, and I'm like ready to speak up, right? And so the word's coming up real fast, and I'm about to do it, and it, and it get locked right here. And by the time I let it out, it's so weak. It has no value. <laughs> and that came from me resenting those whoopings that I got. One of the reasons. Isn't that amazing? Jeremiah, are you able to speak up? Yeah. To your parents? Yeah. And what do they do? How do they handle that? You tell them the truth? Yeah. How do they deal with it? They're pretty, pretty chill about it. Yeah. Do they get mad at it? No. Oh, good. And so you're not afraid of your parents? No. Not at all? No. Wow. Good for you. 
That's good. You're the only black person. You're the only black person on earth. <laughs> I know he, he's wondering if Ermie's going to come and smack him now. <laughs> You're not afraid. But anyway, so what's the definition of a reprobate mind? According to Merriam-Webster's, it's having or showing lowered moral character or standards, like a reprobate judge who could be bribed and often with astonishing ease. The synonyms are debased. This is the words that are the same as uh, uh, reprobate. Debased, debauched, decadent, depraved, uh, perverted, demoralized, etc. Okay. Interesting. So anybody else want to raise your hand after that definition? <laughs> yes. Huh? Oh, you want to raise your hand? So you have a reprobated mind? Yes. You do? And yes. why do you say it now? Because in getting to know myself, there's nothing really good there. Yeah. I used to think that when God gave them a reprobated mind, he only gave it to the homosexuals. Because that's what we were taught. Like they, they fell in the Bible says something like they fell in love with one themselves and then they became attracted to the same sex. And as a result, he gave them a reprobated mind. But now I realize that until the mind is renewed, all people have it. That's why we need a renewed mind. Because in that fallen state mind, everything you think of, everything you do, everything you feel, whatever, is always wrong all the time. That's why God said we must renew our mind so that we can overcome that. And I want to go to our, our Romans 1-24 through 32 for me. And this is so good. I just ran up on this. And it talks about the reprobated mind. But all angry people all angry people have a reprobated mind. And you don't know it until you start to overcome it. And I'm going to tell you how to overcome it because it can't, you can't overcome it. But all angry people, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, black or white, orange or yellow, Pocahontas, uh, whomever. <laughs> you know you got to have a reprobated mind to, to be a white woman, but go around telling people that you're an Indian. So what? Reprobate. A reprobate mind. Thank you, Hermes. Pocahontas thinks that she's an Indian. You know who Pocahontas is? Oh, okay. Everybody knows Pocahontas, huh? Um, yes. All right. This is Romans chapter 1, um, verse 26 to 28. 24. Oh, I'm sorry. 24 to 28? Yeah. All right. That... That is why God abandoned them in their inmost cravings to filthy practices of dishonoring their own bodies because they exchanged God's truth for a lie and have worshiped and served the creature instead of the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So let me just say that right there. All people who have anger are worshiping the creature and not the creator. Because if you have anger... The creature is your father. And it's impossible to worship the creator because you can only have one God. You can't serve two. You can only serve one. And all angry people in that fallen state, and you all in the name of Jesus, even if you quote the Bible, you know the scriptures in and out, you still, if you have one iota of anger, you're serving the creature and not the creator. And then what you say to yourself, well, I'm a Christian. I know the scriptures. I go to church. I know the Bible. And you lie to yourself that you're serving God and you're not. Because angry people cannot serve God. You're falling away from him. You can't serve him. That's why you must be born again. You got to renew your mind. You need to return to your original nature. All angry people are serving the creature Instead, in the, instead of the creator. 
And that is so true, I don't know what to do with it. It's so true. But you're not going to see it until your mind is renewed. You cannot know until your mind is renewed. Go ahead. This is from um, chapter, uh, or um, verse 26 to 28. That is why God abandoned them to degrading passions, why their women have exchanged natural intercourse for unnatural practices, and the men in a similar fashion too, giving up normal relations with women, are consumed with passion for each other, men doing shameful things with men and receiving in themselves due reward for their perversion. In other words, since they would not consent to acknowledge God, God abandoned them to their unacceptable thoughts and indecent behavior. Oh. Oh, I want, oh, I'm sorry. Go to, did I tell you 24 to 32? No, you said to 28. I'm sorry. And so now they are steeped in all sorts of injustice, rottenness, I want you, hold on. Listen to this. And don't, don't raise your hand and say, hey, I'm doing that. But why are you going to find yourself in this? Uh, you're going to be like, wow, I do that. <laughs> okay. And now? He has abandoned them to their un- unacceptable thoughts and indecent behavior. And so now they are steeped in all sorts of injustice, rottenness, greed, and malice, full of envy, murder, wrangling, treachery, and spite, libelers, slanderers, enemies of God, rude, arrogant, and boastful, enterprising and evil, rebellious to parents, without brains, honor, love, or pity. They are well aware of God's ordinance, that those who behave like this deserve to die. Yet they not only do it, but even applaud others who do the same. Isn't that something? That's a reprobated, reprobated mind. Reprobate mind. Isn't that something? So did you see some, some of that in yourself? Yes. Thank you, Raymond. Nobody else want to be honest. They they don't want to even admit to jealousy and envy and without honor and lack of love or pity and all that. Now I know somebody else in here besides Raymond, but don't tell me. <laughs> I had no idea. I grew up being taught that a, a reprobated mind was just for the homosexuals, but it's for anyone who's in that fallen state. It's for anyone who has anger. Isn't that amazing? The beauty is you can overcome it. Did you have your hand, Joe? Yeah. Oh, okay. To me, to me, it sounds like that says, and I could be wrong, but it sounds like that's saying when you, when you know you're supposed to do right, but you still do wrong, you're okay with doing wrong. And then he gives you to a reprobate mind, opposed to like a, a Christian who has anger, but he's trying to get over it, and he's acknowledging God, but he's not totally denying God and denying the truth. Oh, but man. are you saying that's like, too much for me? <laughs> that you might sense? be right, though, but I didn't get that. <laughs> no, no, no. But you might be right. <laughs> that's just what it sounds like to me. But. Oh, okay, all right. Anybody else got that too? Go here. I didn't hear you. I just said I didn't understand what he meant. Oh, you didn't understand? Yeah. Um, to break it down, and, and I want you to read it. I didn't understand it. what he oh, meant. Oh, you didn't understand what he meant. Yeah. I didn't either. That's why I like, he had a lot of words, and I could tell he's sincere. I'm saying like. That's coming from getting all those beatings. <laughs> Like, you told Oprah <laughs> to beat me. <laughs> you told Harpo to beat me. <laughs> like a homo, say for example, a homosexual who is okay Raymond, with beating. Raymond, cool it. <laughs> a homosexual who's okay with being a homosexual, even though he may know it's wrong, he's okay with it. So then he continues to do what he's doing because he's okay with it. And then God gives him over because he's not even acknowledging that he's wrong. Opposed to someone who is in the middle, have anger and they're wrong, but they're not denying God's truth. So to me, it sounds like reprobate means only people who deny God's truth. And then he gives them over to a reprobate. But all angry people are denying God's truth. Because you, the fact that you are an angry person is a judgmental person, a fallen person. 
they're very judgmental, playing God. All angry people play God, and when you play God, you are denying God's truth. But they're unintentional with it, right? Uh, meaning that they don't want to. I don't yeah. know how you got that, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to explain something that doesn't even make sense to me right now. It would be like... You know what he's talking about? You say you know what he mean? What does he mean? What he's saying is, okay, if you're totally opposed to God and you're doing all these things, God's going to hand you over to a reprobate mind. He's saying, what if you're looking for God and you kind of know you're angry and you keep doing it? It's still the same thing. There's no middle ground. Either you're following God and letting go of those things or you're totally reprobate. So there's no, like, gray area. Oh, yeah. He's saying there's no gray area. I'm saying that, yeah, that's what he's saying. I'm saying that the first part he had, though, but I'm saying that a reprobate mind to me means all the way to the end, not in the, the middle type thing. Because I don't think you could be a reprobate, depending on that idea, if you are um, still believing. No. Um, let, me, let me do this, because I feel sorry for you now. Hold on. <laughs> now, if you're saying that you know that you're wrong, but you're still stuck in doing whatever it is you're doing... But you know that you're wrong. That is the beginning of overcoming that. You start to overcome when you can admit in your heart that you're wrong. And don't judge yourself about it. Don't be too happy about it. Just be glad to see that, wow, I'm wrong. In that very moment, your mind starts to be renewed. But then that's not reprobate, right? Once you start the process of overcoming, right? But if you're not, right, if you can't admit you're wrong, then your whole life is that. Oh, yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying I've seen it as reprobate being you totally not even caring about no, getting it right. don't put all that into it. The fact that you have anger is a reprobate mind. Reprobate mind. Yeah, Satan got you thinking, oh, you got to be all the way over there, right? Well, that's just what the definition sounded like to me. But Oh, forget about the definition. Okay, good try. Yes, Jay. What he's saying kind of reminds me of, like, the can Christians still sin? And, like, those of us who are supposedly on the right path, but, yeah, we're looking down on other people who are just totally worse off, supposedly. Basically, like, a bunch of lesser sinners looking down on the greater sinners. You didn't mean like that. He didn't mean it that way. So nobody knows what you're talking about. (laughs) You should be trying to meditate. (laughs) You need the mic? No. Okay. All right. So so now do you understand his mindset? And that's why you need a renewed mind. And so I want to talk about, in the time we have left, how to renew the mind. Because it can be done. It really can be done. And it's sweet. When it, it's amazing. It's like amazing when you start to wake up and you think, wow, how was I living that way? But it helped you to appreciate God even more so. When he brings you out of that mindset and now you really have a life, you're like, wow, God loved me. He really does. And you appreciate him because now you can wake up. I once was blind and now I see. Uh, right here real fast. Mary, did you have your hand? Okay, I'll come to you. Go ahead. Well, I got Joel's, Joel's back. Oh, now we're really in trouble. <laughs> so I know you're wrong now. No, I'm kidding. You know, the word repentance wouldn't exist if what he's talking about was not true. Um, remember, Paul actually had the worst of reprobate minds. Um, you know, so there's a way back for you, even with a reprobate mind. Um, God gives you over to that reprobate mind for a time. Until you can, you know, suffer and get some wisdom from that and want to repent. With some it works, with most it doesn't. But, um, you know, Paul had the total reprobate mind. He was pursuing Christians to destroy them. And that's why when Jesus first saw him on the road to Damascus, he um, uh, mocked him by saying, uh, it's hard to kick against spikes. Meaning, you're going against your own heart in obeying the law. You can see you're wrong, and you're going against that. Right. Did that help? No, that's exactly right. Okay. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> no. 
saying. Okay. God bless you. Yes, Mary. That's why we have fellowship to help one another. That's why I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't understand it, and only one other person does. And two. Oh, you got it too? Oh. Three. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't understand, understand what he's saying because he, it seems like he's making an excuse for having a reprobate mind. Oh. Instead of just saying, well, I, I, I'm in the category and going on with I it. I bet you're going to be quiet in church next time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to raise your hand in this time. <laughs> so let's talk about how to overcome it. How to overcome it. How to renew the mind. Do you want to tell me? Where you been? Oh, right here with the mic. How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. I went to see my family in Ohio. Oh, how did that go? It went pretty good. Um, Sir, I came with me. Oh, yeah? You met his family? You like them? Mm-hmm. Did you meet his mother? Yeah. You like her? Yes, I did. You're about the only one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just joking. Oh, okay, so you had fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So how do you renew the mind? Um kind of like what your assignment is just to not pass judgment upon yourself and like see yourself or who you are and not to pass judgment on your actions um i would also say continue like the silent prayer basically to like i don't have a direct answer no but is your mind being renewed it's in the process yes and what what is the evidence for you that it is um Seeing where my shortcomings are and not really taking anger upon myself or passing judgment upon myself. Yeah. Like, even the times when I do pass judgment, I also tell myself, like, the exact opposite. Like, you know, this is bad, but there's also some good that can come from this. Or you can learn from this and move forward and better yourself. Right. But stop telling yourself that, too. Okay. Because you can't convince yourself. And so don't call it good or bad. If you catch yourself lost in your imagination, don't say, oh, this is bad. Because you're still playing God. You're making a decision. You're making a judgment about it. And only God can reveal to us what's really wrong and what's right. So when you do find yourself caught up in your imagination or you're getting angry, just relax. Relax in it and have no conversation about it. All right? Understood. Because that's the devil tempting you. He's still trying to make you make a decision about those kind of things, and you can't. All right? You don't know if it's bad or good. So allow yourself to just go through life. Go through it. Yes, sir. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. But he's all, that's what I was saying earlier. He's always trying to make you make decisions about things. This is right. This is wrong. This is good. Oh, I'm angry. I'm, I'm bad. I'm not angry. I'm good. I'm an alcoholic. I'm bad. It's not true at all. That's not God making that decision about you at all. That's your father, the devil. So you got to stop communicating with him. All right? Yes, sir. That's good. And what do you say about renewed mind? You know how to do it? Uh, yes, Jesse, I, I believe I do. And how? Um, to add to what he just said. Um, well, when from Buddhist, uh, I'm not Buddhist, but I read about Buddhism and how to practice empty mind. Are you a Buddhist? No, I'm not. Oh, you Christ- say Christian. empty mind? Yeah, they practice empty mind where oh. they release all thoughts. They no, you don't want to empty your mind. All thoughts, but now that I do the silent prayer, oh, okay. it's kind of I don't only um, re- uh, release the thoughts, but I let God consciously God take over. That's right. And I've noticed a change in me where. Instead, I, I no longer get attached emotionally to certain situations. That's right. But more, I, I kind of um, it's amazing. sympathize with people when they react a certain way. and uh, That's good, man. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm not there. I'm there, but I'm not involved. Yes. You want to add to that? Um, How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. What did you do? Um, hmm, what did I do? I think I cleaned the house. Oh. <laughs> and then, oh, and I moved. Oh, you moved? Yes. Oh, okay. That's what All I was right. 
Good. Go ahead. You want to add to how do you renew that, the mind? That was really good, but I think the the beginning is just to see that you need to, and that you have the reprimand mind, and then God will do it. It's yeah. it's actually very easy. It's simple. It's just becoming that child again, and he'll he'll do it for you. That's right. Anybody responding online? Okay. Here's how you do it. Just to add to what has already been said. You got to first realize you're wrong. Just know you're wrong. If you have anger, that's enough to let you know you're wrong. Just know I'm wrong. But don't be mad about being wrong. Don't judge yourself about being wrong. And then do the silent prayer. Just go silent so God can slow you down and take over and renew your mind. I'm telling you, read the scriptures a little bit. You know, don't read the scriptures to learn the scriptures. Because if you just open them up, read something, put it away, the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth of what you just read. Otherwise, Satan is going to reveal the truth, or which is a lie, of what you just read. So don't try to remember them at all. Some of the most nuttiest people on this side of heaven, a Bible toting, tongue talking, spirit filled, tape recording, uh, <laughs> marking up, Yellow, red, blue, Bible toting people. Because they have learned the truth intellectually and they have built their ego, their egos. But if you just uh, read the scriptures a little, pray morning and night, watch yourself, it'll change by itself. Because it's all spiritual. There's nothing you can do of yourself. So why be mad at yourself for being in your condition if you can't change it? And I used to be like that too. I used to smoke pot. You ever smoke pot? Huh? Yes. Pot and alcohol is good, huh? <laughs> I've been there, yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Three weeks it's been. I know. <laughs> sobriety. <laughs> Every day, habitually. <laughs> but, if, if, and so I used to hate myself for that. You know, like I go to church, I read the Bible, I do all these things, and yeah. I can't stop smoking pot, or I can't stop having sex. The preacher used to say, don't have sex, right? Or they preach about it. Before I can get home, I'm looking for a woman. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And so what happened was, God allowed me to drop my anger and caused me to realize, of myself, I can do nothing. I can't change anything, so relax. Why be mad at, some, at yourself if you can't change it? You know, so I learned to let go. Just realize it is what it is. Don't be mad about it. But do the prayer and watch yourself because it's God who allows you to see yourself. And when he's showing you, he's also changing you. He's taking away the appetite. And your mind is being renewed. And one day you're going to realize, wow, I see life totally different now. It's not what I thought it was at all. And so he will renew your mind. All right? Just be patient, do the prayer, and don't be mad. I shall. Yeah, don't be mad. You can't do it of yourself. It will change on its own. Yes, right here. So when you do the prayer, you said don't empty your mind. Just, right. watch, just watch it. So even if it's crazy, just watch those thoughts. Don't, yes. don't try to empty and be clear. Right. Uh, because it's spiritual. You just want to... What happens is when you can become aware of those thoughts, you're now aware of the voice of Satan. Uh, it's not the voice of God. It's not your voice. So you're aware of his voice, and you're not giving into it anymore. Now that you're aware of it. You try not to ignore it, and then... But, uh, so you don't want to control them. Uh, you don't want to uh, deny them. Yeah. You don't want to suppress them. You just want to be aware of them. Uh, and you would know that you are not your thought. God said, my, my children shall know my voice. And his voice is a voiceless voice. It's a quiet, it's a revelation. It's not the thing that's going on in your head. That sounds like you and sounds like everything. So you just want to be aware of that. Okay. And that way you're not controlled by it. You're now controlled by the voice of God. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys have some questions, but I need to end it and then we'll get to your question. All right. Uh, anything, James? Okay, so what I highly recommend is Christmas season, just for a couple months, I mean for this month and next year, uh, just do the silent prayer and learn to relax. 
And whatever you're thinking or feeling, whatever your problem, what you think is a problem might be, relax in it and take the pain of it. And it will change by itself. Don't be mad about it, all right? So do the silent prayer. You can download it on my website at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Is that right, James? Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Also, we provide counseling. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. You only need, at best, two sessions. Somebody told me, you shouldn't tell them they need two sessions. (laughs) But you do. And don't let the counselors keep you coming back. They're just taking your money. They don't know what they're doing. All right. Uh, What else? Don't forget to help us. We need your donation, tithes, and offerings. All right. We have a men's forum this Thursday. I have a last one of the year at 7 p.m. for men only. So even if you're a trendy, is that right? Put on your men clothes. What, what do you call it? Tranny. Tranny. Put on your boy clothes and come to the meeting. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. I appreciate it.